Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. Uh, so cute. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Um, we are here. You are here. Everybody's here. Everybody's excited about the greatest movie based on the franchise that made a billion dollars named Karate Kid. But it's the greatest movie starring Hilary Swank and Pat Morita in that franchise. Yes, that's right. It's the next Karate Kid. Uh, we have an a person in studio today that was actually in that movie. Hmm? He's what? the main uh, kid uh, bad guy in the gang. Uh, that's right, no. Shane Kennard. No. Starred as, uh, what's the kid's name? Buck. I don't know what his name was. I'm just <laughs> making that up. Shane was not in this movie. No, I was. Not. Were you in a militaristic um, high school gang? It was, no. That had, somehow had some weird sponsor in it, uh, no. played by Michael Ironsides. Right, that was the school security Finish, officers. finish him off. That's what he says at the right. end, and it's like, like kill him, like <laughs> yeah. You want us to kill this high school kid? Like that's right. what we've been training well, they, for. They just they torched just, his car, so you might as well you, just yeah, finish him you too. You just beat. I mean, you just broke yeah. all his windows, yeah. and now you you want now we did. You had us do this. Now you want us to kill him. <laughs> you also had us bungee from the roof from the roof of at, the gym at prom at prom like. For what For reason? no reason. I, I think empirically, that scene is the dumbest scene in the movie. Yeah. I, I, there's no way to disagree with that. All right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Shane Cannard is here. Shane. Hi, Jack. A welcome. Um, Thank you. Phil. Producer Phil's in the house. I'm here. Um, also along for Elijah Cannard is also here. You know what I should My oldest son. You know what would have been really smart? My reaction should have been, hi. You, he says yeah, hi a lot. He does say hi a lot. H A Y. We gotta be very careful. We gotta be very careful. The thin line of I'm not sure what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Right. So let's say err on the side of caution. Uh, even though I started out with a uh, <laughs> enter the fist quote from a previous podcast. Okay, so uh, in this movie, the next Karate Kid, uh, we do not feature our friend Ralph Macchio, no. Daniel San. We do, however, feature. Mr. Miyagi, he is the only holdover from the first one. Correct. Uh, there is not a sign. There's not the word Cobra Kai mentioned in this. There's none. In my thought, and I said this in the uh, pre-show, in my thought, the my favorite thing about Karate Kid actually is the Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah? Here's why. It's a great villain. It's got a great name. That thing rolls it off is. your tongue. It, Cobra yes. Kai. Yes. The Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Oh, who's, who's coming to kill us? The Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. They're here to kill us. Oh, who, who is the bully group in the school? Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Johnny is in charge of it. Blonde Johnny. He is stars in the movie or in the TV show that's on YouTube now called Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. So you should watch it. It's free on YouTube, by the way, folks. The first two episodes of it, we're, this is not a, a plug for that show, even though I find it entertaining. Not as, not as kid-friendly, um, but uh, Cobra Kai. It's, it's fun on YouTube. And the first two episodes are free. Then you have to pay on YouTube Red. I have no clue what that even costs. Is Daniel San? I don't know anyone that has YouTube Red. Is Daniel San in it? Oh, yes. yes. Okay, yes. cool. And they play him up part-time as the villain. It's like this weird, like, cool. what? No, Mr. Miyagi, again. And it, it, he's it actually R. is Ralph R. Macchio, right? Oh, it's Ralph Macchio. It's Johnny from, yeah. he's aged. That's cool. a lot he of the drives, same people. He still yeah. drives the same Pontiac Thunder, uh, Thunderbird. I almost said Thunderbird. That's the card for this podcast. A Thunderbird. Thunderbird. <laughs> We're having fun in a Thunderbird. It's a T-Top Thunderbird. All right. Um, in the live chat, uh, Brian's here. David is here. Uh, we had uh, 
truck stop in the house up top and uh, a cast of thousands. Sydney might still be here. Sydney is in the house uh, and others. If you're in the live chat, let us know. Uh, Folks, you can check out that live chat, Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. That's when we don't have uh, Vader voice on those on the which, on the yeah. which, which we, we're, we we're, might right now we're laboring <laughs> to fix it. Uh, it's got the technical uh, difficulty with the cat hanging from a, a wire or something. <laughs> hang hang on, hang in there. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, we're here. It's great. Uh, Shane, talk about quickly uh, your thoughts on Mr. Miyagi. Go, Mr. Miyagi. He was from minute one Yoda. In this film. In this film. Tell us about Mr. Miyagi all all time. When you think of Mr. Miyagi, what do you think? Wax on, wax off. Okay, very good. Wax on, wax off. There, okay. I mean, just one phrase. Wax on, wax off. Uh, very Yoda-like. Yeah. Could, ha- and we'll get to this later on when we talk about Derek Webb Presents uh, recasting. Uh, could we have done a different person in the Miyagi role? I want you to be thinking about that. Don't answer that now. That's your. Is there another actor that maybe in 94 would have helped save this and make more money doing it? Be thinking about that. That's coming down the road toward the end of the show. Um, Phil, when you think of Hillary Swank, what do you think of? Um, like as an actress or in this role? Well, I mean, uh, don't be awkward here. But yes, what? What? Uh, I wasn't trying to th- <laughs> She's say anything a, horribly awkward. Okay, there. so the only two movies I've ever seen her in are this one and Million Dollar Baby. Right. Which I think probably most people are going to say those two. Yes. Um, but I haven't seen any of her other work. Um, so it's it's hard to think of any of her in any other way other than a fighter okay. because of those two yeah. movies. Which one is good she and kinda, one is bad. She kind of reminds me of, um, s- stick with me just for a second, Ronda Rousey maybe a okay. little bit. All like right. she's She has that toughness and that, that stiff upper lip of like, don't mess with me, I will wreck you, like kind of look in her eyes mm-hmm. sometimes uh, in this movie. And from what I remember of Million Dollar Baby, similar. So, um, I feel uh, like, she and Jennifer Garner yeah. came okay. from the same uh, mold under Epcot Center. I feel like Oof. under Epcot Center is where all the kid actors are created. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're wheeling them off the assembly line. There's a Shia LaBeouf mold. There's a Zac Efron mold. And then next to it, down in the uh, in the female wing, there's the like a Jennifer Garner mold. we got a Hillary Duff. Right. Swank. Sorry. <laughs> Hillary Duff wasn't in Disney. Movie. Uh, that would work <laughs> as well. Yeah. She's next Hannah to Montana. she's next to them. Um, anyway, I get the same vibe, right? Yeah, I, I think a young Jennifer Garner probably could have played this girl role. next door a little bit in some ways. This uh-huh. person is. Yeah. Um, okay, the next Karate Kid. I think it's time, Phil and Shane and Elijah. <laughs> it is time, and cast of thousands at home and the live chat. Uh, it's time. It's time for the. Uh, time for some deets. Sponsored by the Alpha Elite Squad. Do you want to be the best in your school, David? Well, you look no further than the Alpha Elite Squad. We'll make you the best, and we'll try to kill somebody at the end of the movie. <laughs> All right. The next Karate Kid. Not the last Karate Kid. Not the first Karate Kid. The next Karate the next Kid. next one. The next Karate Kid. Coming to the CW. Right out. Right after Arrow. All right. <laughs> Directed by Christopher Kane. Christopher Kane, insane in the membrane. Christopher it, Kane. It should be noted this is the first movie not directed by the Karate Kid director. Like, he, he did all three of the ones before this. Chris Kane um, has done some weird stuff. Some weird wacky stuff. He did, produce, he did direct Young Guns. Yeah. He produced it and wrote it. Uh, he also, though, uh, is with... He did... Pure Country 2, which is not George Strait's Pure Country. It's something completely different. And a, and a little-known TV movie called Wheels of Terror. I can only imagine how great that wow, would be. When I, do a, when, I do a, when I do a spinoff of uh, the Horror Movie Podcast, I do TV horrible movies. Then we'll uh, I'm sure we'll do Wheels of Terror. Um, along with that, produced by Jerry Weintraub. Weintraub's done a lot of stuff. Weintraub uh, makes a lot of money. And... Uh, Man, yeah, he's worked with a ton of people in uh, the Hollywood, and he's been a big music producer. He's produced a lot of music and managed a lot of different people. Um, Pat Boone, Jackson Brown, Jimmy Buffett. Uh, ever heard of Margaritaville? Uh, Jerry Weintraub. He, he produced all five of the Karate Kid movies. There too. he is, Weintraub. Uh, got some money. Um, starring uh, Pat Morita. Starring. 
Hilary Swank, and starring Michael Ironside. The others are lesser knowns, to yeah. say the least. <laughs> um, also, music by Bill Conti. He did the music for the Rocky movies, the first two. Uh, he's big time. Him and Weintraub must be bro bros. And uh, release date, September 9th, 1994. What a great time to release a movie like this one. A September release. Zero expectations. They hoped it would catch on. But again, the acting, the odd um, travel to uh, the Asian monastery in Boston. Not sure how that worked. So, uh, budget $12 million and box office $15.8 million. It made $3.8 million. Which is probably break even with marketing and all that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Daniel San. Yes. Um, So, Shane. Okay. I heard a legend at a monastery once. I went uh, (laughs) through the hills of the Himalayas, actually. Oh, really? I rented a chirpa. Okay. And we, uh, we... we went up the mountain. I'm not sure that came out right. And I, well, no, we just went. I don't know what, how, how would you, no. I hired a Chirpa? Hired. Hired a Chirpa. Hired, probably not a rental. Been, yeah. If you want the best <laughs> Chirpa rentals in town, go to is that Discount like, Chirpa. Is that like. Chirp, um, Chirpa or Chirpa? It's, it's Chirpa. Uh, Chirpa. Are, are yeah. they kind of like Enterprise? Like, <laughs> they'll come pick you up? Chirpa. Discount Chirpa. We'll pick you up. All right. So, um. We went into the hills of the uh-huh. Himalayas, the mountains. Um, we found uh, we found the blue uh, orchid that Ra's al Ghul sent us to go get. Uh, we and then we took it to Ra's al Ghul, and he uh, then proceeded to tell me about the greatest segment of all time. Okay, what's that? Thirty seconds synopsis. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Thirty seconds synopsis, and. Um, uh, it's your turn. It's your turn Thank you. for glory, Thank you. Thank you. really. Uh, Let's do this. If you screw this up, Mr. Miyagi is going to blow in your face. Like at the end of this oh, movie, yeah. he blows him like an iron That face, was not... Knocks yeah. him out with uh, blow, with his breath because <laughs> yeah. he just had uh, some, uh, Kung Pao, some Kung Pao shrimp. Yeah. So, is that bad? Should I not say that? Here we go, moving on. And we're doing that after the break. The greatest segment of all time. Like I was discussing before the break. Right. Uh, the, straight from the foothills. Straight of the from the foothills of the Himalayas. Uh, Asian secret is 30 seconds synopsis. Are you ready? The next. I'm, I think I'm ready. Karate Kid. Hillary Swank is actually that person. And Shane, are you ready? I think I'm ready. Five, six, seven, eight. Go. All right, uh, Mr. Miyagi shows up. Uh, evidently, he was a war hero. Go figure. And then Hillary Schwanks shows up. And she's an angst teenager who's angry at the world and has one emotion, and that's red hot anger. <laughs> Send away grandma. Like a hawk. Bring in Mr. Miyagi with Hillary Swank. They, he trains her up to fight against her anger and fight and do and win at the end from the bad guy, and that's it. Okay, you, I, I'll give you credit for it, but you do have to hang out with the Alpha Elite Squad for oh, one day wow. now. <laughs> uh, you got to see what they have to offer. Do you like regimented? <laughs> do you like regimented? Um, uh, things to do at school. These kids aren't doing any work. The only right. thing they're doing is hanging out with the colonel. And the colonel. His name. I don't know his last he's name. He's not Colonel Sanders, he's, yeah, he's but colonel. he's the colonel. The colonel. Colonel, I don't know if I can kill somebody after school. Colonel Dugan. Is that his name? Dugan. Yeah. Colonel Dugan sounds Dugan. like a really good war name. All right. So Colonel yeah. Dugan. It reminds me of Dum Dum Dugan from Marvel fans. It's his uncle. Um, so <laughs> Mr. Miyagi conveniently goes to Boston. Uh, he attends a Japanese-American uh, soldier uh, ceremony. They were in World War II. They fought uh, for the 442nd Regimental Combat Team. And um, the widow of his commanding officer uh, is this lady named Louisa Pierce. Uh, and they catch up on, 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 on all the gossip on and stuff. Yeah, old times, yeah. And... Pierce uh, has uh, someone living with her. It's her teenage granddaughter. 
Julie, who has anger issues, and in this movie, for whatever reason, has acting issues as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I had a very, yeah. very hard time watching her just limp her way through this paycheck she got for her parents. <laughs> um, maybe I shouldn't say that. I will say this, though. I did do some reading about Hillary Swank. Uh, I almost said Hillary Duff again. Hillary Swank. She... Um, her parents separated, uh, and her her dream was to move to to become an actress. Her and her mom lived in their car wow. for a while wow. while she was trying to make it and get these gigs. Wow. Her mom saved up enough money. They got an apartment, and she slowly worked. she she came from very humble beginnings. Yeah. I watching her act in this role, I just assumed that she her uncle was I don't know. Ron Howard or something. Right. I, I, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like he's, you know, this is Tom Hanks's niece and we're going to get her some jobs. And no, she worked her way to the top. So more power to you. Hillary Swank, if you listen to this, feel free to come on the show. You won't, but feel free to come on the show. Let I'd us love know to what talk you think. Of, she might. Oh yeah, yeah. Let us know what you think about this movie. I didn't think it was real good. Um, it reeks of 1994, but it really reeks of pre-1994, we said it was very has a somewhat 80s feel. Right, that, that yeah. portion of the 90s that is nebulous. It's coming huh. out of the 80s, doesn't have its own identity. Yes. It's, it's got some leftover, and this yes. movie really takes us into that nebulous time. It's almost like it was... It was filmed in 91 and 92, and it just waited until 94. They had to let it ferment yes. for a while. The outfits on the think folks, think the very first Power Rangers TV show. Think about these those kids' outfits before they turned into the Power Rangers. The little bib overall things where people would wear out, and they have a little T-shirt on under it and walk around. She had this uh, little bib overall short thing going on. Uh, it again. It felt like it was a Punky Brewster right. tryout. Yeah. I said that earlier. Um, and then the boys were all tucked in. We're all, all tucked, tucked in. in. I listen. I'm not a tuck in person because I have a little bit of a. Um, how should I say this? Midsection. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks a lot, jerk. Um, <laughs> I have a little bit of a uh, muffin top. <laughs> Somehow that was better than uh, <laughs> midsection. Um, Chad Lowe, I would love to have Chad Lowe come on. Um, so, but I have a little bit of a muffin top, so I don't really tuck things in unless it's to, if I'm dressed up for an occasion. And they so, do you go? Do you go, I go with, untucked a lot? You okay? Yeah, but maybe you go with the midriff that Hillary Swank now, goes with a lot. That's a great this. segue because when we first meet her, she is showing off a lot of midriff, and it really smacks of the early '90s yeah. coming out of the '80s. That weird. Not sure what to wear. Let's you know. Do we have big hair. Do we yeah, not have big hair? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it is it splattered with neon paint for fun? Yeah. I mean, you know what is it? Yeah. So anyway, um, Julie is then left. Okay, she, well, she she her parents were both killed in a car accident. Correct. And this uh, apparently is where her angst comes from, but they don't really push on that at right. all. Right. The only time. Well, later we'll reference that later. But but she is left. In the custody of Pat Morita's Mr. Miyagi character and Which, did, his granny. Did you guys think that this was weird? Like, yes. he literally just met the grandmother. I, and it happened so quickly that I kind of was. My son said something and we were talking about something. Yeah. And then I looked up and he is. He is. There's a montage of all the. Oh, all the crazy hijinks when. Oh, Pat Morita moved in. He's got a teenage girl that lives with him now. He's, he's, he's living with his high school girl. Yes. Huh? Yeah. So right. weird. And it, literally the only connection is that he fought with the grandmother's husband. husband. Long ago. Deceased A husband. long time ago. Yes. Like before she was born. Way 50, before she was born. It would be 50 years prior to oh, this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally would it's be 50 really years prior. Weird. So it's really weird. Like, it's, it's, it's literally like, hey, I used to know your husband. How about I, I watched your daughter in your right. house alone for the next month? You need to go to my garden yeah. in California let's, let's to get some houses. rest away from <laughs> this teenage fireball angst person so yes. she she gets on a plane and they don't show any of this but it, it's implied she gets on a plane and flies to california and basically moves into miyagi's house for the next month and she literally just met the man they actually did you guys may not have seen this but they did a 13 episode run 
of her living at Miyagi's house. It's called Miyagi's house. <laughs> and Pat Morita, she's, um, she's tending bonsai trees. Yeah. And this is on YouTube Blue. <laughs> it's on YouTube Blue. And uh, Pat Morita's got a video phone. It's very high tech. His his it really uh, it makes no sense. His pitch for this idea is: What do you think about tending flowers? <laughs> <Sheesh>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the hilarity ensues. How about you tend my flowers in California? Louise appears. That just got awkward. <laughs> yeah, it got awkward. Um, so, moving right along. Um, so, not as awkward as Pat Marita living with a teenage girl, but um, <laughs> she is there, and he has got to adjust to her, and she's got to adjust to him. Yeah. And so, they, um, he puts some cotton balls in his ear when she cranks up her uh, Motley Crue or whatever she's listening yeah. to, which is really dumb. And then um, she has run afoul with the elite, what do they call it? I keep getting it wrong. The uh, David in the live chat helped us out with it earlier. Alpha Elite. The alpha, alpha Elite. Yeah, oh, alpha alpha elite. elite Squad. Yeah. What Michael Ironsides, or Colonel Dugan in the movie, is the... Not Commander. sure. Yeah. The Colonel. teacher the of the... J- it's like the... I, I this is like some... the militant... J-R-O-T-C at your it, school. It is. Yeah. It reminded me of R-O-T-C. Uh, but I, read, I read one article that suggested he was the gym teacher, but yeah. I don't think they ever say that. No. And, and these boys never... I never That would be that. the closest yeah. parallel, but yeah, yeah they um, never said that. All the kids in this movie, um, you look back at their little bios, they're all in their mid to late 20s. Yeah. And, they and, film this, and they yeah. look oh, yeah. it. And, no. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, and, main, the main bad kid, like he the looks old. V on his... From his shoulders to his waist, the muscles from it, from looking at him at back, like, yeah, he's not 17. <laughs> <laughs> They're all supposed to be like seniors in high school, basically. Um, Eric, the guy that plays Eric in the movie, was 24. Right. When they, or 23 when they shot the movie. Yeah. He was 24 when the movie released. Dumb. That's that's crazy. <laughs> but Hollywood does that a lot, too. Where they're like, we, we, if you want, we want someone to look 16, they've got to be 26 in real life. Well, and, and I understand getting someone to who's 19 or something like that, especially if the movie is calling for more like adultish type situations or whatever. But I mean, Hillary's Frank was 20 and he was 23 and who knows how long, how old the, the alpha elite guy was. Ned. Um, Alpha elite guy, Michael Ironsides, Colonel Dugan runs a very tight ship. He basically runs the roost. The, uh, uh, the, all the people there, um, the principal, the assistant principal, they all let him do as he wants to. He apparently yeah. is, they don't really give any backstory to this group, right? The, no backstory at all. In fact, when yeah. they first introduce this group, it's through Ned, the main bad guy, um, Ned. trying to um, get yeah. with. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's, tra- he's Hillary's he, he, he character. Very, he likes Hillary. And he and, and she. Does not accept the pass yeah, he makes yeah, at yeah, her, that, that yeah. is, and so he re- she rejects yeah. him, and that and makes then him he and angry. then he pulls out a pack of smokes when assistant principal comes in and just goes, "I caught her smoking, no questions asked." <laughs> come with me, young lady. Come with me, young lady. This is your last chance. You're going to be expelled from school, or blah blah blah, and like no questions asked. This is the first time we've been introduced to this character and this team. No backstory to this team that they're they rule the roost, which is weird anyway, and then they just introduce it. I, I want to go back to that. I don't think it's I don't think you can underscore the advances that he makes on her enough for this movie because it is the main foil for the entire right. film. Like right. the original Karate Kid movies were like he was being bullied. Daniel son right. uh, st- stood up for an, another classmate, whatever, and then he gets bullied and he has to fight off the bullies. That's the right. the, the main foil right. for the first movie. The main foil for this movie is she's being hit on, basically, and she doesn't like that and she wants to fight them off so that they'll now, leave her alone. Right. And this is a kids movie. Like yeah. some of the stuff that he says to her is like cringeworthy. I'm just like, right. whoa. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Finn character from the. Uh, you know, uh, what's the last Jedi? What's the one before that? The Rogue uh, One. Rogue, no. Bring it to me, Finn. You know Finn from yeah. from yeah Star from Wars Star Wars Seven. Yeah. Yeah. The Finn character in this, who was on the bad guy side and then turns, oh, yeah. is a guy named Eric. Eric is part of the elite squad, but he doesn't really fit in. I don't know if his cloning technique yeah. didn't really take like it did with Finn. Well, he or, was just you know, there to be able to get into the Air Force. He wanted the reference from <laughs> Colonel yeah, Colonel Dugan's the, got a, all these great Air connections. Yeah. Uh, so Eric, though, befriends her a little bit. Reluctantly, he, he has on patrol. He has that police suit on. Which, is he a security guard on the side? On the train. Yeah, the train. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. trains, yeah. Um, 
But Eric finds out about Angel. Tell us, Shane, about Angel. Apparently, Hillary Swank's uh, character found a hawk <laughs> that had broken its wing outside the oh, school building. My favorite animal. A hawk. I love outside, hawks. Outside the school building. Um, because, you know, I mean, this school is in the middle of Boston and that's what Hawks do is just <laughs> hang out in school buildings in the middle of Boston. And so she is now nursing this Hawk back to health on the roof. Yes. One mouse at a time. The school. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> Every other day, just mm. make sure there's plenty of water <laughs> on the roof of this school building. She's harboring this Hawk that she is nursing back to health. Uh, the first time we're introduced into this, she's snuck out at night. She breaks into the school, breaks through the school, and these two police officers show up. And one of their lines is, if she hasn't already jumped, I'm going to throw her oh, off. Oh, yeah. oh we got to run upstairs. Like, They're like so mad. By the way, it is super easy to outrun Boston police. That's yeah. one thing I learned from this movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Boston. Yeah. Um, so we find out about the Hawk. The Hawk later comes in handy because the elite squad... Um, uh, they they kind of have some tampering issues with the uh, Alpha Elite Squad. Uh, have a little what a name with a little problem with the Hawk. Um, so Julie, um, oh, is about to get hit by a car. Mister Miyagi sees her, and Julie jumps over. No, no, jumps onto the hood of the car, yeah. and Miyagi goes, "How tiger, where'd, tiger where'd, style? Where'd you learn how to do that?" She's like, "Oh, I learned um, from my grandfather." Her father. Yeah. Her father. Right. I'll, yeah. Um, and, yeah. Is he, was he Mr. Miyagi's student at some point? No. So, yeah. because the grandfather saved Miyagi at, at war, Miyagi gave him karate lessons. That's what it was. He didn't really take to it real well, I, I think is what they said, but he passed on the karate lessons to his son, Hillary's dad, who passed it along to her before yeah. he was killed in a car wreck. Um, uh, David in the live chat, you know, uh, he says that h- how did how did Eric get the job right. with yeah. the uh, Massachusetts Bay <laughs> Transit Authority? Uh, Colonel Dugan, hello. He's right. got a great reference, guys. Yeah. If you want, Connections if everywhere. you want, listen, if you want to be successful in life, you need to go talk to the Alpha Elite Squad and Colonel Dugan for a great reference. He's going to help you out in life. But you got to finish him, and you have to be willing to kill you gotta, kill high school you, you kids. Gotta, yeah, um, with your bare hands. No, yeah, I'm not taking any references there. Just okay with your bare hands. Sorry, that was not very <laughs> timely. All right, so uh, we learn um, that okay, she gets in trouble at school because she breaks into the school to save Angel, right? Her little angel baby, the hawk, right. which Alpha. Alpha Omega or whatever, Elite Alpha. They chase her through the school. <laughs> right. They are there too, but she's the one that gets in trouble and has the two-week suspension. She gets two-week suspension. Well, I know whenever I was in high school, I got suspended You know, every week. I mean, just every single week. This is a lie. Uh, every I, I can't believe I had to say that. Like, I, I yeah. felt like I needed to say that. No one would believe that. I never got kicked out of school, but if I would have gotten kicked out of school, you know where my dad would have taken me? A Buddhist no. monastery. <laughs> Uh, a Buddhist monastery, and not only hey, no, let's, I did get a couple of free vacations from school, and no, I didn't go to a monastery. Let's talk about this though. Yeah. We have got Mr. Miyagi, who has moved in with this teenage girl. Now, the 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 the, the grandma is in California at his garden, tending to um tending to the the garden, um and probably solving mysteries in a side right. side note oh. maybe like an angela murder, lansbury murder she wrote, you know yeah. murder she wrote yeah. scenario she came to uh la or wherever they lived and uh you know yada 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 but instead now julie the teenage daughter teenage granddaughter is now not only she's with mr miyagi now they're leaving town to go hang out with more older <laughs> asian men what in a monastery. In this monastery, which maybe that is a safer place. He walks to the mon. They wait. Well, walked to the. Mon- they went. They drive to the monastery. Of course, bangs this gong. They sit outside. They sit outside for like From hours. daytime to nighttime. I think the yeah. the Wi-Fi had dropped off of the um, the gong system, and then it. Oh, oh, we have someone at the front gate. Hours later, they didn't realize it, so they let her in. Uh, the monks. Um, teach her how to dance to the cranberry song "Dreams." <laughs> yeah. Um, so awkwardly. 
They teach her about Zen sports. Right. We learn about Zen archery. Later in the movie, we learn about Zen, Zen bowling. bowling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, sponsored by Strike Zone in Aurora. For all your bowling needs, go to Strike Zone in Aurora. Um, you you'll be glad you did. You can't kill cockroaches either. You can't. Uh, one of the only scenes that I really, I actually did kind of like in the movie was from this whole montage thing. At one point, she sits down to dinner with the monks and she's like very loud and boisterous her personality versus these right. you know typical monks and so um she and she's the only white person in the room and she she goes uh she goes oh man i'm starving i could really go for a big juicy and then uh she like they take the top off the soup right. and it's like beets or beets. whatever yeah. and uh and then uh, she like tries to smack a cockroach on the table, which I guess is like really taboo. Right. <laughs> and I just I did kind of like that that um, juxtaposition of, of of like two completely different cultures uh, sitting at one table together. She stuck out like a sore thumb, but I kind of liked that. Like that yeah. was the point of the scene. So right. yeah, um, what a great place to to hang out the monastery for a teenage girl. Um, she wakes up and she runs across screaming uh, in the first part. Uh, Mr. Miyagi is. Uh, meditating, she um, learn has to balance on a rock and do a jump kick on the right. sand. This right. is this is her and, cran- her crane right. kick. And, yeah. Right, yeah, it's her crane kick. But at first, like the rock is three feet away. Like there's like <laughs> when we come back, we'll talk more plot and we'll talk about Amiyagi. Be right back. Yeah, we uh, finished off with talking about this three-foot jump that she has to make at this <laughs> monastery. Uh, that is her crane kick. It, it's a it's a praying mantis kick. Um, right. <laughs> um, uh, is, is, is this one. But earlier in the movie, as we mentioned, this speeding car going down her road that she runs in front of nearly sideswipes her. And out of her periphery, she's able to jump up onto the top of this moving car. <laughs> But later, she can't make a three-foot jump. It looks bad. <laughs> By the way, folks, And she does it, right, the most awkward way possible. Over and over again. Yeah. I, I didn't mention this earlier. We were talking the next Karate Kid uh, for you uh, radio listeners that came back from break. We're talking about the next Karate Kid. We have Shane Kennard in Hello. the house. Um, Elijah Kennard is with us. And uh, Phil Sousa, producer Phil, I'm as here. you know him. Uh, real estate mogul. No. He's just buying and selling houses left and right, <laughs> folks. Uh, he's got the market figured out. Flip this house. Flip this house. That's uh, Phil's new podcast called Flip This House. <laughs> Never, sorry. All right. All right. So here we go. Uh, yeah, she tries to get her super kick down. Yeah. Not working for her. But then it does work, and she flips out like right. uh, awkwardly, like yeah, crazy. It, yeah. um, they. Are you, are, you, are you getting into the birthday gift? Yeah, they give a birthday gift, okay, a so wish. Er, earlier, it's in the, a wish and a whatever. Go ahead. Earlier at the monastery, she uh, she says something like, "What what do you want?" He Miyagi says, "What do you want?" Whatever she said. Oh, I really want a TV from Japan, <laughs> and and then her birthday I'm comes around. Fun. Yeah, and then her birthday fun. comes around like a few days later, or whatever, and they're like, "Happy birthday to you," or whatever, <laughs> and they give her this cake, whatever, and they're like, "What what do you you get one wish and one gift?" Or whatever. it's like, "Oh, here comes the TV," and uh, they give her the we'll skip over the wish things, then they say, "Okay, it's time for your gift," whatever, and they're like, "It's an archery demonstration." I was like, "Oh my gosh, if I was seventeen, I'd be so ticked off." Exactly, and it was like. <laughs> Just so they, I could. had no idea where. They, I mean, it was like, where did this even come <laughs> yeah, from? All, and then all of a sudden, they're shooting arrows at Miyagi. Yeah, for him to catch. Zen archery. <laughs> um, later on, though, again, that comes in handy when we talk about Zen bowling. I love it. <laughs> um, that uh, the sand in the live chat. We're talking about uh, the footprints and disturbing yeah. the sand. I kind really, of thought about that. Yeah, but no, I feel like that was actually just uh, filmed in a golf sand trap somewhere in Palm <laughs> Palm Springs. And they just it just raking the sand back, so no big she deal. She destroyed that sand garden. No big deal. <laughs> or the rock garden, I guess. And that's where they practice their jump kicks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Julie comes back to school. She's a changed person. Oh, she absolutely. is. Uh, was, she's waxing on and waxing off. Nope. She is saying yes, sir, no, sir, no, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Uh, she she is, has this interesting dialogue with the assistant principal. Um, with uh, Miyagi-isms. Oh, and he's just like, I do not understand what you're saying. She is so forced in her delivery on everything in this whole movie for me. Uh, a lot of furrowed brow earlier in the earlier in the uh, movie. 
uh, confused looks um, and just out of there. And then she's, they, I think they did that because they tried to show her range of how she had changed from one to the another. Uh, but now she's going to go to prom with Eric. Eric has asked her to prom. They're not worried about Elite Alpha whatsoever. Mm. Why would Elite this Alpha show up night. at prom? They uh, He picks her up in some old uh, Chevelle, uh, Chevelle Super Sport looking car. Right. Mi- Miyagi is cutting a zucchini uh, to make sure he understands you don't you don't mess <laughs> with this girl right. or we will uh, cut the zucchini if you know what I'm talking about. And he's like, I'm going to take care of her. I'm going to have her home by one. Why are you going to have her home? It's this whole diatribe back and right. forth. If it were in the Ozarks where we're recording, it'd it, be polishing, be polishing your gun. Your yep. gun. Yep. Um, so they are they are uh, headed to prom. Uh, they have a great slow dance to some winger song or whatever it was. Right. And all of a sudden, from the roof, <laughs> the stupidest thing I've ever seen in a movie. Other, well, there's a lot of movies. We've done 100 plus of these. So there's we've seen some dumb stuff. But... Okay, so the colonel has talked these children into jumping from the rafters of the gym. It looks hundreds of feet in the air. It's it's yeah. you know it's probably 50, 60, 50 yeah, feet in the air. Yeah. Well, long enough to get a bungee cord, to right. which is unbelievable. Yeah. And so they jump. Um. Uh, they jump from the top, and kids ask this, your ask your parents what a bungee cord is. Okay, so they <laughs> jump, but then Eric has to help them. Help one of them the because bungee. one of them hits the hits the uh, uh, the, the gazebo, yeah, like, the, yeah, yeah, the, thing the and breaks gazebo. his arm. Oh, uh, the yeah. colonel told us right. to do this. Right, there's oh, no explanation. And, Why? And there's no reason. No reason. So they jump. No in. lead up. They jump in. Later on, the other guy comes around. What's his name? Uh, I always forget his name. Uh, Ned. Yeah. Ned is like, we're gonna fight. Let's go out in the parking lot. Right. They get in their their Chevelle. He takes a baseball bat and breaks the windows right. out, which apparently is is over Hillary's oh, yeah. uh, character. However, they never really played that angle except for the first time that this love triangle is introduced. Yeah. They never really came back to it. They just kind of assume they're just fighting oh, yeah, actually, over this. I, I yeah. think all the romantic and, stuff in this movie is totally forced. So rewind though. At the prom, they just bungee into the prom. Right. For no reason. And then there, and, and there's nothing said about it. Right. And then they go back to the car and they get in the car and it's yeah. prom and they're a little bit of, you know, yeah. it's a little a little smoochy boochy and a little huggy wuggy. And sorry, Elijah. And so then <laughs> they drive he drives her back to Pat Marie's house to the well, random, actually her grandmother's the random, house that Miyagi's living in. <laughs> seventy eight year old the random seventy eight year old and, and now the monks. Yeah, all, all the monks are all the monks are there because are there oh, they fulfill her by wish. By the way, while they were at prom, the monks and Pat Morita were playing uh Zen bowling. Bowling. And yeah. they bet um these typical uh bowling alley people that they can beat them in bowling and they just wax the floor with them. Yeah. Well, they, on, they wax on and and they strike after strike. Eyes are closed. Why are their eyes closed? We don't understand what their eyes are. It's like these... Bull- well, I mean, coming back to Yoda, the, the Force was with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I, can't, I can't see anything with the blaster shield down, Obi-Wan. That's my Luke impression. But yes, me. that bowling scene was completely like, <laughs> well, we need an extra five minutes yeah. of film, so let's uh, throw this in. Uh, they win it. Uh, they do a great job. They use this power of Zen, which is who knows what that is, um, really. And then they... Uh, they get the bowling uh, done. They win the big trophy and the money at the end. And then they teach the uh, Goombas that were there. Uh, that, <laughs> how to Zen Bowl. That, how to Zen Bowl. And then he bows to them. Uh, and it's great. Yeah. It's a high five. It's, t- it's they, pointless. Well, and they all he, go out he actually, for Samuel Adams later. He, he actually had a really weird, awkward hug towards one of the monks. Yeah, and then he had, but the, oh, the monks sorry. Was, oh, I got to bow yeah. to you. Sorry. Okay. I think, I think the purpose, I mean, Correct me if I'm wrong. I think the purpose is comic relief, but it's not funny. It's like, not funny, right? Yeah. But that has to be the reason, right? To put it in the movie to yeah. give the audience some chuckles. Um, yeah, it, and, total chuckles. And David is right that if as soon as the ball goes in the gutter, there is there is oh, nothing not, else. Not in Zen bowling. <laughs> it, it, the rules actually state in the Zen rule book: if you use the power of Zen, everything's Zen by Bush. Everything's Zen. I don't think so. Then uh, you will uh, get free, you'll get points. You get a strike out of it. 
Um, so after the, let's go back to the windows. So the windows get smashed out. And right, then, they, he drops her off. It's so romantic. They just, they, yeah. they, they're so glad they got to go to prom together. Yeah, and and of course, you know, she gets out of the car, or whatever. She's like, "We gotta call the police, whatever." He's like, "No, I'm going after him." They won't he, believe. They go to because the because they yeah. won't. He's and he yeah. says right. these people are all convinced that, that the police the won't yeah. believe. Yeah. 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 Alpha, right? That uh, this alpha group, elite <laughs> alpha. alpha. We're alpha elite. Yeah. We're above. Yeah. The, we are the law. <laughs> yeah. So he he drives off, whatever, and she's so terrified that for her boyfriend, for her boyfriend's safety, that she goes into the house and changes. She was, she was in her prom dress. In her prom but, dress. But, but when, uh, when, they show, when they show up at the dock, she's, she's back like, in her midriff and, and sweatpants that she like wore the, throughout um, the movie. Yeah. And back to the Seinfeld reference, it's like uh, the Jake, Jake Jarmel episode where she stops at the movie theater and gets some juji fruit uh, <laughs> before going to the hospital where he'd been in an accident. Anyway, sorry. I digress. Weird. But you're, um, I, I did notice that. Like, yeah. she's I was like, changed. Why isn't is she in her dress but, anymore? But we all knew where this was leading, that yeah. she was going to fight the bad guy, and that dress was not going to work. Not going to work, yeah. This was not going to be a PG movie anymore. <laughs> she's like, she's like, okay, I know my boyfriend's in danger, but I just need 20 minutes to change, guys. I got to get out of these heels. <laughs> I got to freshen up my makeup. So they get to the docks. There's a fire in the background. There's a fighting going on. Well, the and fire is because they torched his car. That is true. But the no alpha one, but no people one will believe you if we tell them this. <laughs> torched his car. He set his own car on fire. Yeah, he was. She was smoking. <laughs> she was smoking cigarettes. Anyway, so um, they fight, and they. She sends. He sends Ned, his greatest fighter, oh. his greatest trainee, his greatest the colonel. The, yeah, colonel's colonel's greatest Hitler youth. He sends forward, and it's Ned. Right. To Sorry. fight Eric. And even though Eric was in this group, he couldn't fight. Did you notice that? Like, right, right. he was in this group, but. Yeah, he did not. He could he not was just there for defend the himself he at all. He was just there for the reference uh, from Colonel, the Colonel. Um, <laughs> wait, the General is that insurance company with the little General guy, right? Okay, sorry. The Colonel. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, the Colonel um, sends uh, Ned in. Ned gets his uh, face kicked in, does throw some sand. No, Eric. Get, oh well, Eric gets beat up, but yeah, he's, he's a putz, yeah. so he can't right. you know, do anything anyway. But he was perfect, um, you know, thirty seconds later. Right, uh, but yeah, that is true. His face went from mush to fine. I'm right. Eric. I'm back. Um, and then he, uh, they get sand in her eyes, so she's blinded a little bit, but she uses the power of Zen fighting, right? Um, and beats him up. Uh, Mr. Miyagi comes in, beats up the Colonel. And the kids are all excited. Even right. the elite alpha, alpha elite squad is like, oh, thank the Lord we're free. He's been having us do crazy stuff. We joined this thing called the Foot Clan even. <laughs> Sorry. Different, that, mo different movie. By the way, the, the most, especially for the fourth movie in a franchise, the most predictable ending ever to the fight is she uses the praying mantis cape right. to, right. to defeat him. <laughs> and, like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. And he, uh, the crane. The crane or the praying mantis cape? Praying mantis. I don't know that they ever named it. It was it was the crane yeah. kick in the original series. Um, so they um, the segue off and it's great and uh, we you know we'll meet up with with them. I'm sure in the sequel, the next Freddy <laughs> Kid Part Two, where it's 20 years later. That'd be great. Or 20 well 24 years later. Is that right? Yes. Good lord, I'm old. Be. All right. Yeah. So um, here we go. Let's talk real quick. Goods and bads. Goods. What are the goods of this movie, Shane? Goods. Goods. Mm. Find something. I don't know. Dig up something. I think we laughed once. Pat Morita as oh, Joe. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Miyagi has the typical Miyagi, you know, wisdom lines that are, are, they make sense, but then they just kind of fall short of making complete sense as well. Um, uh, my, my, my son Elijah is talking about the babysitting scene. That might be the funniest. Oh, oh gosh. That, yeah, there like there that. might be, right. Yeah. Because the kids yeah. are just going nuts and dart, yeah, nerf darts and ben, nerf, ball, nerf ben, balls. Some, and some Benny and she's kind of, <laughs> she's kind of getting, getting her medicine back at her that, that, you know, thinking that she can just do whatever she wants. And now she's in the setting that. These kids are just doing whatever she wants. That's I, that I, was kind of sort of funny. I, I call that scene the three minute nerf commercial. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, they specifically call that nerf several times. Oh, barf! Yeah, product placement. Um, yeah. goods, Phil. I I actually didn't think that Hillary Swank was that bad. I'm, I'm clearly in the minority, but 
Hey guys, two, not. two-time Academy Award winner. I know that doesn't matter. Hillary Swank. <laughs> well, Marissa this Tomei does go to Mar- show that your first work does not prove your career. It's true. It's true. Uh, no, I kind of liked her actually. Uh, Miyagi was great. Um, I think as a as a father of a daughter, uh, like I don't know that I would want her to watch this this movie. There are other movies that do this better. Would but, you want her um, to move? Have a middle age or a seventy-something-year-old? Asian man to move in to train her karate when she's 17. No. Okay. However, just wanted to find I, th- out. I think the, the goal of the, one of the goals of the movie is to um, kind of do that like girl empowerment thing. Like girls can, can uh, take care of themselves and be strong and stuff like that. 1994 had a hard time expressing that though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I think 1994 might not have had a hard time expressing <laughs> no. that, but this yeah. movie had a hard time yeah, expressing 1987 it. had She-Ra. <laughs> but, <laughs> Um, I, as far as like empowerment for girls, I I I think what it was going right. for is honorable. Um, right. Whether it achieved that or not is something we can debate. But um, no bonsai trees in this. No, um, again, no Ralph Macchio. I could I could have used. Oh, there, there wasn't Daniel hardly Son, any Daniel fighting Son in this. <laughs> Daniel Son's in law school, or if you go, yeah, like, they they only mention his name once, and it's just a passing comment. Yeah. You know, some sort of a crossover would have been nice. Um, I guess my only other good is, and I read this a lot online when I was reading about it, but a lot of people thought that the, the only like, uh, redeemable scene, (laughs) the major redeemable scene in the movie was when Miyagi was teaching her how to dance. I did think that that scene was kind of sweet. Like, like he, he was, uh, using, uh, kata, you know, like the karate moves and stuff like that to teach her how to do like a, you know, a a box step or like a very right, simple right. dance or whatever. And so, um, like I think as a surrogate grandfather figure in her life, whatever, like, especially at this point in time. Yeah. Uh, it was actually, I think a kind of a sweet scene. So. Real quick. Uh, let's rate this movie. One horrible to five horribles. Um, I'm giving this, I'm saying it's a solid, uh, for me, a solid two horribles. Um, I could see where someone would watch it and not be completely appalled by it. I just had a hard time watching it. It's really dated in my mind, so I'm giving it a two. Horribles, Shane. I was gonna go with a, with a four. Four. Yeah. Horribles. Wow. It's kinda, it was a. It, you ramped it up. Yeah, I did. I changed, I mean, I, I'm changing I was, mine yeah. to a three now. <laughs> Phil, you love this movie, right? It's your favorite movie. I, I'm gonna go two. I I actually considered going one, but uh, you guys like as we were talking about it, you guys have definitely convinced me of some of the. Not so fine no. points of the movie. That jumping so. that bungee yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, how about this? Uh, real quick, let's do De- uh, Derek Webb presents recasting. Who in 1994? Think about teens, maybe in TV shows, or let's play the time travel game and pick someone from now to plug into a female Karate Kid character. It can be anybody. You mentioned Phil Ronda Rousey earlier. Mm-hmm. Could we go back a couple years? And take a karate because she does, she does, uh, she uh, jujitsu. She won a bronze medal in jujitsu in the Olympics. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, can we take teenage Ronda Rousey with no acting ability? She is not a good actress. Trust me, she's doing pro wrestling right now, right, yeah. and she has a really hard time on yeah. the microphone. Really hard time. But can we maybe give her like Paul Heyman or someone to talk for her, maybe? <laughs> My name is Paul. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm... Anyway. Okay, thoughts. so... Females? This, this is a time a t- travel situation. A, this is a very yeah. tight window to kind of put to put someone in this role. It, with the guys, it's easy. Yeah. In this, you can always say, oh, we could have a kid that plays Spider-Man now, the Tom Holland guy. Yeah, right, he could yeah, play yeah. it. Um, I, I, we mentioned Jennifer Garner already. I think yeah. she would have been an easy Ooh, switch. Yeah, okay, good. Um. <laughs> Who's the girl that we talked about last time that that she's in the Fast and Furious movies? Oh, uh, Melissa, M- Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, I always think of her when I think of like tough roles and stuff like that. I think she's a little too tough though. Like, oh, I said that too. Because uh, Hillary Swank towards the end of this movie becomes very soft, and I don't think that Michelle Rodriguez would have made that transition. Shane, anybody? Oh no, I, Jennifer Gardner would be the only only one that I can think of that would. Uh, I I can't think of it's hard who to think of a was a female person at that time that would that yeah. would um, 
Jennifer, play that role. Jennifer I mean, somebody Lopez. like uh, who who plays um, who plays Ray now? You know, if we're doing time travel. Yeah, she'd be good. You could plug yeah. her in there. Who's the Brie Larson? Is that the one that's going to play? Is she the one that's going to play uh, Ms. Marvel or Cap- Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel? Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. Radio folks, we're going to tune out. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, podcast folks, stick around. We'll have more. Bye, radio. All right, so we're talking uh, recasting. Um, Females currently that would fit into this role, in my estimation, someone that would be very tough and very ideal in this role, um, I would go with, drum roll please, thank you, um, I would go with um, Kim Kardashian, why not? <laughs> not really, no? no? Bad choice? Okay. I got nobody. Uh, Pat Morita's character. Could we have phased in an additional trainer person to refresh the role of Pat Marie, or of uh, Mr. Miyagi? We have, let's say we had a Mr. Miyagi and another person training with. Kind of like a cousin Cody on, 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 on Step by Step. You guys ever seen Step by Step? That's oh, funny. Oh, long joke. time. Oh, oh, sorry. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Deep cut. Really yeah. deep cut. All right. Thoughts. Another role. Another person you could plug in to, uh, as a trainer. Besides CGI Yoda? Can't do that. <laughs> okay. In 94. Now you had Velociraptors in 94. Correct. So we, Correct. Uh, so I don't know that Shane and I have seen it, but the, the reboot one with uh, Will Smith's son, Jackie Chan was the was the figure, right? Is that right, Jack? Yeah, I'm just reading. Oh, you know, the live chat? Jackie Chan now that, yeah, I mean, he's... Oh, my Now that he's aged He already played that role in 2010. Yeah. But, so. could you ima- but could you imagine at that time, we have Pat Morita, we have Jackie Chan... Well, and he some, would have been too young back then, though, in 94. You know, but I'm saying you have them both on screen, and they're training the crap out of this girl, and she just kills the whole elite squad, the awful elite squad. Right, and, and they're just like, they, just go they get her. all come down to fight her, just, not yeah, just, just one her. on one and with she's Ned. Like, yeah. Too fast. Uh, she's got a towel. She wraps it around the hand. Whoop, whoop, watch out! Uh oh, drunken masters in a little bit at the end. Sorry, uh, sorry. I, I pie plate to the face. I always forget people's names, and Jack is a yeah. walking Wikipedia, so I always sometimes like, I couldn't yeah. think of Force Awakens. Okay, though. so <laughs> the uh, the guy the guy that's in Seinfeld, the Asian dude that's that's older. And he owns, he, does he own the rest? No, he's the. Uh, Seinfeld 4? It's the restaurant one, right? Fong, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's. Was it Fong? His last name's. Uh, you want him to play like an even older character? Well, I think you could transplant him into. Pat Morita's character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that wouldn't sell any more tickets, would it? I'm trying to think of how. I'm trying to. Nobody's going to sell any. Uh, how, nobody's going to sell any more tickets. Okay, than, well, let's do this. How could you make this a movie that would actually have made some more money than it did? It didn't oh, make. It made three million dollars, which in Hollywood money is like saying it. It lost a bunch of money. Have a. It had a storyline, but actually have a cohesive storyline. Yes. Explain where you're going That's, with some stuff, and if you could make t- make them a little bit, make the characters deeper. That you would actually care to that something's going in, on to tie yeah. in more people right. would be right. ideal. She was she was only angry. I mean, even angry teenagers aren't only angry, right? You didn't know why they hit on it. Uh, they didn't develop the love triangle. I mean, you know, this was well beyond people. Uh, like, J- James Hong is the guy that I'm, yes. I'm trying to think of. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. well beyond people. This is this is a train wreck. From the very beginning, and like, I just felt like the bad guy, Michael Ironside's character, so like, right? You don't, right? Trope. You don't know why he's that way. You don't know why Ned's a part of this group. I mean, even with Cobra Kai. Oh, by the way, he looks like uh, Ned. Reminds me of Ben Stiller's character on oh. uh, Dodgeball. So <laughs> much. <laughs> That's a good reference. Yeah. So much. I didn't think about like that. just like. Like over the top, like that hair the way it is. Yeah. And he's all tucked in. He's walking around. He's like, So, Julie, you want to go out with me? It's like this weird, like, oh, oh. Total spaz. You know? Kind of high school kids like that. Yeah. It's so weird. Anyway. Oh, there you go. What, Shane, what have you been into lately? We've, what have you been into lately? We've kind of been into a couple of things lately. One, one we did finish the um, 
third season of Flash. Mm, and so good. we're waiting for the fourth to come out on um, on Netflix. Okay. And then uh, another thing that we're doing this summer, trying to do this summer as a family, we'll see how far we can get into it. But we're trying to watch all the uh, Marvel Universe movies, mm. the, the, the MCU uh, movies. Okay. Um, I think we're at 19, right? The Infinity War was 19. Black Panther was 18. And There's Infinity that many of those movies? I, I think he's yeah. right, yeah. Holy yeah. Lord, I didn't yeah. realize there so, were that many of those movies. So we're, we're, we, we've are we watched Iron Man together. I had already seen Iron Man, but, what have but I the done boys with my hadn't, life? hadn't been... Uh, 19? Uh, seen, yeah, 19. So I've only seen probably about five of them, and that's just random. Like um, Iron Man, I think I've seen Captain America at some point in time, um, Civil War, Doctor Strange. Um, You've seen both of the Guardians ones. Both of the Guardians, yeah. My boys love the Guardians movies, um, and so so yeah, probably five, six, seven of them that we, I I have even actually seen. So um, I'm kind of looking forward to going back and watching all of them in succession. Well, like and that. you, I'm going to tell you right now, your uh, Marvel viewing pleasure will not be met until you watch the 1994 The Fantastic Four. <laughs> uh, it's unbelievably bad. Just gonna tell you guys, take take a look at it. It's on YouTube. You can just go watch it. <laughs> they only made it. Fox Fox made it only so they could keep the 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 uh, film rights for it. Uh, Roger Corman produced it. It's so bad. So if you want something to laugh at, that may be a good watch along right there because yeah. you do voiceovers the whole time. It'd yeah. be funny. All right. Anyway, there we go. Well, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Superhero stuff's fun to watch. Yeah. I'm glad we live in a time. Where it is so, um, it's so uh, prevalent to have good superhero movies. Right. We went years and years with crappy right. superhero right. stuff. Crappy. And now we've got all the MCU that we can yeah. tap into. And even DC's trying. And then their TV is good. And then there's Wonder D- Woman. Right. The DC's right. The TV is really good. Yeah. The TV with DC is good. Wonder yeah. Woman movie really good. Yeah. And then it's like Justice League. Eh, yeah. Eh. Yeah, I didn't all that stuff. It. Like uh, the bat. Now the Batman stuff with Christian Bale, I loved. I thought it was right. awesome. No. Uh, they did a great job with that. Um, I didn't mind Man of Steel too much. With Super- the Superman right. movie, it was okay. But I just the original, or for our generation, the original Michael Keaton Batman. No, it's I great. Mean, that was yeah, yeah. I Batman. Um, okay, well, very good. Sweet. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming in, everybody. Um, I just want to give you guys some advice. Uh, strike first, strike hard, no mercy. That's my advice for you. Okay? Thank you. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. If you'll do that, then you will win the uh, Valley, uh, the All-Valley Karate Tournament. There you go. Just telling you. Yeah. Do those things. Uh, Shane, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Elijah, thanks for coming in. Um, and Phil, uh, you have some music you can play us out with something special that's royalty free that we, you don't have to. Oh, I like this. This is something catchy. special that um, we can dance to so that some goons can bungee jump from the ceiling <laughs> down into. Um, guys, I'm, did you know that El- even El- Elvis Presley got a black belt? He did get a black belt. She, she, reminds, the, the, she reminds me of Aggie of that. David, <laughs> David, before we go off in the live chat, uh, the view, the watch along movie. I, I, I just rattled that off about the Fantastic from the 1994 Fantastic Four movie. We've done the 2005 and the 2015. Yeah, we have not done 94 yet. I, I, I just have this dream of sitting and watching the trifecta, it and not really having audio, but we're watching it and d- doing voiceovers with the characters. It's fun for me. Again, I do this because it's fun for me. I know that's selfish, but that's like anything. You, you know, if you're on a bowling team, you do it because it's fun well, for yeah, you. Might as well have fun. Have fun with it. So uh, watch along. Um, still taking some thoughts on it, uh, but I'm taking some ideas. That's uh, a good, good summer thing, I think. Yes, yeah. it'd be a good time. Uh, keep throwing them our way. We'll know before uh, the end of the month here. Keep it real or don't keep it at all is my thought. Also, strike first, strike fast, Uh, no mercy. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. All right. Thanks, guys. See you soon. (laughs) Bye-bye.
The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the HorribleMoviePodcast.com. Welcome to our martial arts dojo. 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 Because we're going to yeah and we're going to hoo. Welcome to our martial arts dojo. Welcome to our martial arts dojo. Hillary Swank just conquered our dojo. <laughs> Hillary Swank just conquered our dojo. The million dollar baby just conquered our dojo. Million dollar, million dollar, million dollar, million dollar. Because she went huh and we went oh. Welcome to martial arts dojo. Thank you. Uh, oh, so cute. Bye-bye.